It's Thursday, October 13, 2022. These weather disasters we report on are certainly adding up fast. The rising cost of our climate crisis. When it rains in the U.S., it pours more than ever, new study confirms. Plus, we're doing it not just for today, but for all the ages. Biden establishes the first national monument of his presidency. All of those establishments and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's a permanent, permanent decision. An action that no future president can overturn. That is darling. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it has been a very difficult year when it comes to the climate crisis. And as it turns out, it's been a very expensive year, too. Yes, yes, it has been. 2022 is already a grim year for weather-related disasters in the U.S., and it is not over yet. The U.S. has seen $15 billion weather and climate-related disasters so far in 2022. Fifteen? Really? Fifteen. That is according to NOAA. Those are events like storms, fires, and floods that cause more than $1 billion in damage each, like Hurricane Ian, which is one of the costliest storms in U.S. history. Caused a lot more than $1 billion. It's about 50 or $60 billion at this rate. So far. The U.S. is tracking well above our long-term average for billion-dollar weather disasters. Back in the 1980s, the U.S. averaged about eight disasters a year. Now, we average 17 per year. Wow. In the 1980s, we'd see an average of eight 82 days between billion-dollar weather disasters. Now the U.S. on average gets only 18 days between disasters. The rising costs reflect the increase in the frequency of extreme weather and climate disasters and more people moving into vulnerable areas. Uh When it rains, it pours even more in the U.S. now, thanks to man-made climate change. Researchers at Northwestern University this week confirmed previous studies showing that it is raining harder in nearly every region of the United States. That's a long-term trend firmly linked to man-made global warming because a warmer atmosphere holds more moisture. As global temperatures continue to rise, so will precipitation extremes. In other news, in Alaska, state fishery managers have canceled the fall Red King crab harvest and the smaller snow crab harvest in the Bering Sea due to population collapse. That's after a marine heat wave in 2019 scrambled the marine ecosystem. Last year's snow crab harvest was the smallest in more than 40 years. And so this year they've just canceled it altogether? Yes, to give the populations time to recover. Wow. But some good news. Not a moment too soon. In a new report, banking giant Credit Suisse projects that President Biden and the Democrats' landmark climate law, the Inflation Reduction Act, is likely to spur even more explosive growth in American clean energy industries than people expect. And it is already underway, with big clean energy and electric vehicle manufacturers announcing major investments in the United States. Honda this week announced it will open a 3.5 billion dollar battery production plant in Ohio to build EVs and EV components. Did you hear that, Ohio? That's your state. That's thanks to this president, those Democrats, and not one single Republican who voted for that bill. Just saying. EV battery manufacturer Our Next Energy is building a $1.6 billion factory near Detroit, Michigan. 
A new analysis by the Dallas Fed finds that over the last year, manufacturers have announced $40 billion in investments in new large battery factories in the United States. However, the U.S. still lags far behind China in the geopolitical race for EV supply chain dominance. Also in clean energy, global renewable energy developer European Energy unveiled plans this week to build several utility-scale solar and wind power projects in the United States over the next four years, totaling about 10 gigawatts capacity. That is a lot. And finally, President Biden traveled to Colorado on Wednesday to designate his first national monument protecting an historic World War II era Alpine Military Training Center from development. Polls show 85 percent of Colorado residents support creating the Camp Hale Continental Divide National Monument. Democratic Colorado Senator Michael Bennett spent years trying to get Congress to act to preserve the site, but was blocked by Republicans. At the Signing ceremony, Bennett thanked the Iraq War veterans and tribal nations who worked to protect Camp Hale, which is now a magnet for wildlife and the state's outdoor recreation industry. The result is a victory for Colorado's environment, our $10 billion outdoor recreation economy, and the legacy of public lands we owe the next generation. At this point, I will take any victory that we can get. Indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Something you can't buy